God bless you. God bless you wherever you are today. Thank you so much for joining us here. You've got Simon Pinchbeck, you've got myself, Reverend Ben Cooper. We are in the barrel of truth. We are in the little studio today. We are recording, recording, we are recording <laughs> this little podcast, hashtag Christian Straight Talk, out of the series of Fighting Talk. And the title of today's podcast is How Big Is Your God? What a title. What a God we serve. Simon, how you going, my friend? It's great to be back. Uh, We're in. Ben, thanks, um, thanks very much. We're in the, the beautiful new pod room here at Swanley, aren't we? Ben, yes, you know, we're stunning. in this little room. And yes. we eventually found the classy biscuits, didn't we? The, yeah. It was like the Krypton factor, though, wasn't it? They were under lock and key. <laughs> we had to go through six key security checks to get the biscuits out, out of the safe. But God is here. God is here. God is here. Yeah. He's the God of the biscuit. He's the God of order. He blessed us beautifully this morning with yeah. Him, um, yeah, chocolate with, biscuits. If you could see, guys, yeah. we just want to say thank you this morning to everyone that joins joins us on iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Amazon Music. We just want to say thank you so much to the thousands of downloads across the world for listening to all these podcasts right across the platform of Elim Church and also out of the barrel of truth hashtag christian straight talk you can find us on the socials you know this is just starting to move forward you know the the book's out the first book is out the second book is just about to come out over the next few weeks so we are really blessed so uh, just have a look around and uh, grab yourself a book it's straight out of the barrel of truth but good morning everybody across the world what you got for us lord simon let's roll yeah ben good morning to everyone and uh, uh, ben you know, how big is our God? Well, yeah. you know, we have people, churches all over the place, Ben, trying to put our God in a box, don't we? All day long, all Sunday. And they, and they bring him out on a Sunday, don't they, Ben? They bring him out. They think that they bring him out, but actually Jesus has left the building. He left the building some time ago. It's all about self. You know, if we, if we look, you know, if we, go, if we hit in, the, in Genesis, Ben... Uh, Genesis one sixteen is like a throwaway mm. comment. He says he made the stars also. You know, yeah. This, he made the stars also, and I, I, I we'll go into some facts and figures in a minute. But this is how massive our God. You cannot, you cannot describe him. You can't outgive him. You can't describe him. You can't outcreate him. You yeah. can't outthink him. You can't build a church bigger than his church. No, you can't. I mean, and that, that wonderful, um, that wonderful thing by um, uh, uh, Reverend Lockridge, Doctor Lockridge. Oh, you remember that? You know, uh, vaguely. You know, yeah, he's he says you can't outgive him, and you can't. You know, he's uh, you can't get him off your hands. It's, it's a great thing, but you know, Psalm nineteen will say, "Ben, the heavens declare the glory of the work of his hands." Well, but how big's the how, how big, big is this God? Is oh God, how big are it? How big is this universe? And this is just one universe, Ben. That man has oh, man. that man has tried to put a handle on. Tried trying to, to the send a man to the moon. Yeah. Science scientists have tried to look at the Hadron Collider. You know, look what they're trying to do there for years and years and years, trying to create the Big Bang theory. Uncountable amount of money under the earth on the, I think it's the Swiss and the French that's border yeah, yeah, where they're trying right. to create yeah. this the big the big bang Thou, well literally billions it must be costing billions tens of thousands of scientists are down there trying to get to find the the magic button of life and 
made me not laugh not long ago I read an article about it and they said, um, oh, we had to call it quit for a few hours because the electric, we had a power cut. Yeah, someone hadn't put a... <laughs> the generators ain't kicked meter, in. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? You yeah. think, this is this just tells us everything, doesn't it? So he's the god of the electric. He's the god of the gas. He's the god of the universe. He creates everything. You know, look look at the fuels, the fossil fuel fuels. Look at everything, you know. But man tries to tell us that man owns everything. And man tries to tell us, Ben, that um, we're... We're here by an accident. We're here by just a puff of smoke. A big bang happened. And then suddenly we all come together. Atoms collided. They and can't all can't explain sudden... it, Ben, can they? So what is before the big bang? <laughs> Don't know. They can't explain it's it. It's just madness. So creation. So when you look at creation, God said, let there be light, and there was. And God created the heavens and the earth and the fullness there is. Do you know there are a lot of Christians that struggle to believe with creation because they are educated and they come from certain areas of life. And there are quite a few number of preachers and teachers I know that you can have a quite a serious chat with, and they even struggle with the birth of Christ, you know. And, and so you find that education can actually block. Yeah, because it doesn't compute. Does it, it? Doesn't, it doesn't line up with the logic. Scripture and doesn't line up with logic and knowledge. At some stage, you have to let that go. The governmental and the teaching system yeah. has got yeah. all of this evolution stuff yes. that came out from Darwin. And, and but he didn't he even say at one point, at the end, oh dear. At the end. <laughs> oh dear, I but, didn't think it was going to do But by this. that time... It was too late. It was too late. So we're educated through our educational systems. Yeah. We're taught that man comes from an ape, you know. Yeah, man, yeah. And, and to be honest with you, you know, uh, when you, you know, your your daughter Molly, when you held her in her hands, you didn't mm. think oh, she's... Of course, she's from, hairy. Yeah, it didn't come from one. No. <laughs> Leave that banana alone, Molly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, no. Stop swinging in the trees. Everything about the human body yeah. is created, isn't it? We serve a God that created the heavens and the earth. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And the Old Testament speaks so much about creation... You know, even now, the prophecies that are being fulfilled with, with what's happening for Russia and Ukraine, you know, Korea, North Korea, China, all the superpowers, the famines, the wars, the rumours of wars, what the Bible has spoken thousands of years ago, what we see in across the news channel, there is nothing new under the sun. God created the heavens and the earth, and the scripture says that he is stretching out the universe as we speak. He put the stars in the heaven. He, he said, let there be light, and there was light. If you are fearful this morning, just remember how big your God is. Just remember how big he is. Just remember the power, the power of the spoken word. You know, there is power in the word of God. I speak God's word over my life, not like an evangelical preacher or teacher, but literally as a son or a daughter of the living God. I just speak the word. Because there's power in the word. There's power in the word. Let's have a look at this universe. Come on, let's have a look. Ben, in our in our universe, it's called the Milky Way, Ben, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And Ben, when you hear things like there's more stars than there are grains of sand on the beach, that blows my mind. I, I actually can't compute you, that. Because every time I go I on the beach, I think pick up a lump of sand. And if you picked a handful of sand up. And you counted every grain, and you think there are more stars to them grains just in the palm of your... It don't work. It, it, no. So science and logic 
will never work with faith. But in our universe alone, there's 200 billion stars, right? Like the sun. Now, the moon is a quarter, uh, a, a quarter of a thousand, mm. uh, 250,000 miles away. The sun is 93 million miles away. But it's just right for our... Yeah, it's perfect, isn't perfect it? Perfect for the and Earth. If any it? of them was to move a certain degree, we'd be in serious trouble. You've got, in our universe, we've got a, a planet called Saturn. And that's one billion miles away from Earth. I can't get right. that. I actually can't, I can only count. And it's ten. a thousand times bigger than Earth. I can't, I actually can't, gra- I actually can't grasp it. Isn't it interesting where the scripture says knowledge puffs up? Yeah. So knowledge is a limiter. So when you study uh, astrology, when you study all the, the universe and you look at that, there must come a point when the scientists go, do you know what, Fred? Let's go and get a burger. This is too big for us. It must come a point because... How do we explain it all? How can you explain Look, it? Even the black hole. I heard a guy talk about a black, the black hole, the power of black holes, and you're thinking, this is crazy. This is so big. This is so big. It's huge. Then there's six billion planetary systems, and our stars lie within each of the, each galaxy. Ben, they had a... Have we found life? Have we found any speck of a heartbeat anywhere else? No. Well, no. How much money has this world spent on firing it into the heavens, looking for life? We had a... um, In 1977, they released a satellite called Voyager 1. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Um, But that's travelling at 40,000 miles an hour. Uh, and it's now just at the edge of our solar system. Just at the edge. Just at the edge of our solar system. So there are 125 billion galaxies that make up the visible universe. <laughs> Simon, you're blowing me head off. They make this up the like visible universe. The visible, yeah. right. So when we talk about visible, we're talking about literally what is in the telescope. What is the in range that, of the, what of is the, in the whole range, telescope. Yeah. What is in the furthest yeah. distance. Then beyond that range... We ain't got a clue. We ain't got a clue. You so this is be, where faith comes in, isn't it? So you've got to be Captain Kirk, can you? And the you've got to be like Enterprise. ET. You've got to be like beyond. So when? Oh, it, do you know what? It, this is dumb in already. When this, I think this, about and this will blow. This will do your mind. Look. So you've got uh, the nearest star yeah. to the sun mm-hmm. is Andromeda, right? And that's ten million million miles away. Now, if you were travelling at the speed of light, you know how fast the speed of light goes. Yeah. If you were travelling at the speed of light, Ben, it would, and you didn't stop. You was in the white van. You didn't stop. Yeah, the no, I didn't like van. That. Ben, it would take you two million years to reach to get there. Nah, it, it, it. Ben, our oh God made all this. Our oh God made all this. Do not put him in a box. He's he's so. Big Ben. So when it says God is stretching out the universe, that little line in the <laughs> Old Testament, we can't really grasp what it means because when it says God is stretching out, so and it says that He's still placing stars, He's still doing, He's still creating beyond what we can see, as the Scripture says. It, I, I think we need to talk about food or something because this is too. This <laughs> this is just too big because my mind actually blocks. My mind cannot go no further. When you're talking about how long it would take to travel from Earth to that 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 star, 
I actually can't compute it. I can't get that because it's too far and beyond my human thinking. So when you look at science and faith, no wonder faith is greater than science because science is limited. And I know there are great Christian scientists out there, and thank God for them, that saying, yeah, when you look at the Bible and you bring this together, but when you look at that small line, God is stretching out the universe, we don't really grasp it, do you, to that degree until you have facts. Yeah, facts, yeah. Hebrews 11 tells us, Ben, doesn't it, that the universe was made at God's command. The universe. So the universe is everything that you're talking about, everything that is captured in the visible eye, what is seen, and but what is not seen? What is not seen? What we can't see. You can't get to the end of what is not seen. These are local galaxies... You know, but they're millions they're, they're, and millions of they're miles not, away. They're, they're not touchable. You can't see beyond that because you haven't got... What's beyond that? Who God. knows? Who knows? It's like, it's a showstopper, isn't it? So how big is this God? So when I come to him and go, Lord, do you think you could? Could you, could you help me today? Then I, I put it into some form of equation and work it out and think, he created the heavens and the earth. So my <clears> little <throat> issues of life are nothing to him, but they're everything to him. Yes. Because I come to him and say, God, can you help me deal with this worry? My worry is so insignificant to a degree to what he has done in creation. So when you bring the two together and go, Lord, I, I, need, I need to get to work this week. I, I, the fuel's gone up. I ain't never... I can't find another 10 or 15 quid to put in the fuel. Right? But here's the deal, Ben. Everything's small to our God, isn't it? Everything is small and everything is... Important. Important. You are important. We are important. So Each individual. Now, we all know stories individually how we came to faith, but we know stories how God's been on someone's case for years and years and years. He cares for that individual. He loves them. He's not like the government, Ben. He's not like some of these mm. rulers that are out there who don't care for the individual. He loves us. He loves every single one of us. The scripture says, cast your cares onto him because he cares. Because he cares. Cast your burdens, cast your cares, depending on what translation you're reading from. Cast your burdens onto him because he cares for you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. He created you. And, you know, our Bible tells us, doesn't it? Um, don't worry. Don't worry because he looks after the birds of the air. Don't worry what you've what you what you've got to wear. Mm. I'm actually getting to that point where I'm, where I'm starting not to worry so much about the materialism. Not that I'm worshipping materialism, but, you know, oh, food, we've got to get food, we've got to get some fuel, we've got to just... Just say thank you, God, for today, because then we understand my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Yeah. So God says in his word, I will not let the righteous be righteous be beggars of bread. God will always provide. God always makes a way. So when you look at the size of the universe, when you understand the science, and when you try and bring some logic to it, when you try and bring some... some uh, educational thinking to this when you really try and work this out you can't work this out the greatest scientists in the world cannot really work this out the greatest mathematicians the uh, the philosophers the great thinkers no one can work this out 
So faith comes in, doesn't it? And faith rises above This is the what science. it's all about. It's about faith. Faith climbs higher than the educators can get, get, get us. Faith climbs higher than the fears. Faith goes above everything. Faith is unstoppable. Faith is unstoppable. And with faith comes love. Which you, you, uh, and, and hope. And hope. And, and everything becomes everything. possible. And everything becomes believable. Because this is our God. Because you realise how big the God is. And you found him through Jesus Christ. The Father. You found the Father through Jesus Christ. Come to me, all of you that are weary and heavily laden, I will give you rest. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father Father except through me. Through me. So So who is the Father? He is this God, the God of Israel. He is this amazing God who's... All my, all powerful, all encompassing. He's Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Shalom. So when you think he loved the world so much, John three sixteen. Yeah, that he that he said to his son, "I've got a mission for you." Redemption, redemption plan. When you understand redemption plan, plan, the power of redemption, the power you have been redeemed by the God that is stretching out the universe. Amen, amen, Ben. You have been set free. By, yeah. by the God. So when you look at these problems and the, so when you look at religion, it makes you want to laugh, doesn't it? Yeah. We are trying to control this God that created the sand on the seashore. And then look at our builder out there for a minute. Look at Gary, this great guy that we got here. Gary is a deep sea diver. And he's explained things to me that are so beautiful under the sea. If you think nature is beautiful above the earth, what we see, he said, you want to see what is un- under the sea. He said, there's nothing like it. It's it, the colours, the depth, the beauty, the stillness. And that's what we don't see. So it's the same with the universe, isn't it? Well, that's not off South End, though, is it? You know, no, I think it? he was in Laysdown, actually. <laughs> he found a few shopping trolleys and that, you know. He got tangled in there. No, I'm joking. But but it's the truth. This, it's this the is truth. what he's created. Yeah. It's what he's created. And he's still creating. The volcanoes, the trees, the seed. I I, I look out. This table that we're sitting at, the the timber, the the metal, the iron ore, the fuel. Everything. And I look out in the morning and I've got a couple of little bird feeders and the little birds are really giving it some. Um, And God has created those birds at this moment in time. Yeah. At for this us, moment. At this moment. To enjoy. To enjoy. And what have we done with the planet? We wrecked it. Not, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. We know exactly what, not because we, because governments and politics and manufacturers have led us down the path of this is the right way to go. And then suddenly, oh, you're drinking bottled water. You damaged it. Isn't it interesting now the enemy always tries to switch it around? Well, but when you look at creation, creation, I never believed that you know, when they come up with that story about the ozone layer that your deodorant is killing the earth. If, if, if I believe in this God that we're talking about, this God is not going to allow the gases and everything to damage what he's... Because he is fixing the earth. Well, there's a parallel here, Ben, because what's happened is they've switched this, this climate change, change and Net this zero. great... Net zero and the reset. Green New Deal, the reset. They've they've switched it to worshiping the planet. 
Yeah. Not worshipping God. The God who, who created the planet. That's right. That's hundred percent right. And it's very, it's very pagan. Uh, it's very pagan. It's uh, very occultic. And it but here we have churches that celebrate but they celebrate the blessing yeah. rather than the God of the blessing. That's right. So you can do this, you can do the other. Mm. They put you yeah. at the centre. So it becomes idolatry worship. In, is it is clever how the enemy turns things over years very slowly and very quietly and under the table it turns it around doesn't it yeah very the green deal net yeah. zero we've got to do this we've got to do that we've got to save the planet well the scripture tells us doesn't it what's going to happen to the planet it's going to burn up it's going to come under the the curse it's going to come on un- it's, it's going to be destroyed and that's not to say that i don't agree and don't understand um recycling because i I do but there is only so much a human being can do because god gave us the authority and god gave us the the clear command look after the earth you know the earth is yours walk the earth farm the earth live through the earth all that we get that don't we yeah we do and there's so much more i happen to think ben that we're quite responsible in the uk and quite responsible in the majority of the western world but they're trying to put it on you. On the individual. More. They're trying to put it on the individual. that You've done it. If you discard a plastic bottle yeah. um, in Swanley Ice Street, yeah. a turtle's going to die in the Pacific. Well, it, it's not true, is it? No. Nah, it's it's not just true. not it's just true. true. Because I've been to India and places like that, mate, and, and bless them, and I love them, and they're beautiful people, but... The, 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 the the way that they go about discarding yeah. all their stuff, there's rivers and, and lakes full yeah. Yeah. of this stuff. And yet we're the ones mm. uh, in the Western world that, that are told you've got to pay now 50 pence for a bag. Yeah. You know. Oh, no, no, I love that. It's great. Well, that's a great trick, isn't it? That was yeah. a great trick. Go in the old stores, bags are free, bags are free. Yeah, no the, more plastic, no more plastic. In the States, for years you've had a choice of... Paper or plastic? Paper or plastic. So why don't they give us the choice of paper and just give us recyclable paper bags? The keeper of the purse. <laughs> it all comes down to money. Everything comes down to cash. So Stealth it's important. taxes everywhere, yeah. It's really important that when I look around at creation, I look around at political agendas, I look around at wars, rumours of wars, I look around... I honestly believe we're going to go into a deeper dive than what we had with COVID, with the fuel hike, with the petrol, the diesel increasing. Uh, you're food, definitely right. Poverty. Yeah, you're definitely right. But you said something earlier when we were talking a little bit about John three one six. You said he set us free, and Jesus did. When we you believe free. in him, when you make him your yeah, Lord and yeah, Savior, yeah. Mm. he sets you free from the world. So we mm. are in the world, but no longer of the world. So, so we don't have to be yeah. bound up in all that worry. Yeah, we we have to um, we have to uh, be um, obedient to what the government tells us, but we yeah. don't have to be in it. Right. So the difference is, Simon, that we're getting to is that whatever policy comes against my faith, I have to stand up against practical laws road laws health and safety laws all that stuff all that stuff is critical and important but when the policy comes against me as a believer and tries to change me and tries to entrap me and also what really does it persecutes 
persecutes me, that's when I stand up against the policy. Because although when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, you're still, your passport still says, if you're living in the UK, your passport still says you're a citizen of the UK, Mm. but you are no longer, you're also, more importantly, a citizen citizen of of the kingdom. So, although I live in the UK, I work in the UK, I walk in the UK, I don't partner with it spiritually. No. That's the difference. Massive. So whatever nation or world or particular part of the world I live in, I agree with certain areas of the political arrangements because that's fair and that's good. But when it goes on the higher drive of a spiritual drive and that I recognise that when it comes against my faith, that is the pushback that a Christian has to do. It's a choice we have to make. Yeah, definitely. Because when they're trying to take you, our God out of education, education, out of work, work, out, out of life, out of creation, out of create, take him out the UK, take him out completely, then we, I have to stand up. We have to stand up, and we are citizens of hmm. the kingdom, and our duty is to advance the kingdom. And is it interesting, isn't it, that the Bible, when it talks about politicians, it talks about them as ministers. God put every politician around the globe in these positions. He knew that they would be in these positions. They are responsible and they have a higher price to pay for how they governed the people of the earth. Yes, and they they have a choice, don't they? They have the choice. Yeah. So it's really critical, isn't it, that these politicians are not there because where we've put the tick. They are there because God has put them into these positions and they have a responsibility of looking after God's children. Definitely. And remember, if you've made Jesus your Lord and Saviour, you are now a member or a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom. And you're separated from this stuff. So God says, why do you worry about it? Don't. Worry about it. Don't. Mm. I've got you. You are a citizen, so don't let this thing. Don't let the wars. Toss, don't let Ukraine. Don't let Russia. Don't let the food crisis at the moment. Don't look, let the talent, the COVID, Brexit worry you. Look what's happened, Ben. Isn't it? We've had two years where people sometimes have stepped out their house yeah. fear, and they're, and, fear, they're, fear. and they're fearful, mm. and then all of a sudden we've got this war, and all of a mm. sudden mm. there's a. Threat of a nuclear... No, there's not going to be no nuclear... No. No, no, please, don't think that. This is... This is political. This is political. This is arranged. This is planned. It's pulling you all over the place. So it comes back to, doesn't it, faith or fear. Whatever way you look at this, everything, these crises... And I find this really interesting, how everything is global nowadays. You know, Brexit was global, even though it was more uh, than then Brexit, and then we've got the GU summit, then we've got the G7 stuff, then we've got COVID, global, now we've got wars, rumours of wars, global, now we've got famines, global, one world governments, global, everything is global. What you're talking about is the global leaders all yes. in lockstep with each other. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we saw it through COVID. Save the planet, global. 
we've saw it through, and it's all based around the World mm. Economic Forum. That's right. And have a look at their logo because there's the sweep. There's a there's a line that sweeps through, mm-hmm. and it connects three O's, mm-hmm. and it looks like six six six. Six six. If six. you see it properly, so there we are. We they're all under this umbrella, and Spiritual. they're all being uh, organised and dictated mm. to mm. by. So, we, but we don't want to get into uh, conspiracy theories or anything. But what we're saying to you is this: this is the way that the world is going. Because scripture tells global, us. one world government, one world religion, monetary, new, new world order, all that sort of stuff. Because it's leading to a a one antichrist. But at the moment, we see forerunners. And for many generations, we've seen forerunners. But what we're seeing now is an acceleration and and time speeding up. And everything is happening so fast, isn't it? COVID's gone done and dusted almost. Suddenly, world war is breaking out. What's next? Famine. Famine is running along with that. The fear. I believe we're living in a Jezebel time as well. Jezebel was great at delivering messages that didn't come into being. Because look what she said to the prophet. What you've done today is going to happen I to think, you. I think that's a, a good point, Ben. And um, the voice if of you're Jezebel. talking about uh, Jezebel, um, don't forget that Jezebel, the Je- it's a Jezebel spirit. So mm. it can it can uh, be a man who's holding that spirit yeah. as well as a woman. Yeah, so definitely. I don't think it's just a, a feminine thing. It's no, not, it's not. It's a masculine thing as well. Um, but Jesus told us, didn't he? Jesus mm. told us. Yeah. yeah, these would be signs. He said they are yeah. indicators, indicators of the end to come. What do we do, Lord? How do we know what your return is? Look out for the signs in the heavens above. Look out for wars, rumours of wars. Look out for famines and plagues. If you look at COVID, that was a plague. When you look at all this stuff, but it's labelled up, isn't it? The way they code it, the way they label it the way they market it, the way they deliver it. Yeah. Everything. It's really interesting time really to be alive because we are really seeing the word of God really clear and very plain. I I believe up to like ten years ago, I'm not saying God was quiet, but what I mean is it it was it was everything was more pressed out. But what we got now is everything landing on top of each other. As soon as one thing finishes, that are, it finishes in the morning, COVID <laughs> finishes in, in the AM, PM, we've got mass world war destruction. It's happening too quick at a press of a switch. And what I'd say to people out there, if you listen to this, you know... Um, how big is your God? How big is your God? Yeah, don't... Have a look. Don't get caught up in all this. Because faith is bigger than fear stay in the word and the thing is ben if you don't know the word if you're not in the word if you're not rooted in the word if it's not foundational in your everyday faith then you are going to be tossed around like a a ship without an anchor that's why denominations have done the damage because denominations are chasing the worldly antichrist church and and rather than sound doctrine and people look more to their leaders of of the churches yeah rather than due to the word of god that's right. Because look at this, Ben. I'll just you know, pull this out. Look, if we go Isaiah 40 from yeah. verse 28. Now listen to this. He says, Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, wow. the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. He's a, oh, God's on, He's on the it. button. He, none of this surprises him. He says, 
His understanding is unsearchable. Wow. Unsearchable? Unsearchable. You can't understand. His understanding is... that, That is just powerful. He gives power to the weak and those who have no might. He increases the strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall, shall renew their strength. strength. They shall mount on the wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not oh, be great. faint. Thank Praise God Jesus. for the word of God. There we go. Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40 starting at 28. Starting yeah. at 28. What a scripture. <laughs> those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Yeah. They will rise up on wings as of eagles. So when you study an eagle and understand what an eagle does, oh my goodness, how clever and how powerful and how wise is an eagle. You're going to rise on wings like, not as a eagle, but like. You will soar, you will rise above the storm. An interesting thing, an eagle flies above the storm line. And I really believe God God is calling you right now to rise above the storm of life. Rise above the storm. And and we and then you got you got to be so careful how you, how you pronounce things these days, didn't you? Because people go, oh, they're talking about out of body experience, and they're talking about uh, transcendental meditation. Oh, they're talking about floating. They're talking about astroplane and all that crazy stuff because that does exist. But we are talking about faith in the God of Israel. With your faith, you can rise on wings as of eagles. Hope is so powerful. Our God that we serve together as children of the living God, your identity in God is that either you are a son or a daughter of the living God. And when you realise how big, well actually we'll never realise how big he is because he is beyond searching. The scriptures, Simon just read it out. You cannot search me and find the end of me. Because if we go to (laughs) Isaiah 55, Ben, come on, verse 8, he says this, doesn't he, Ben? He says... For my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways. Not my ways. Yeah. Not your, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Oh, my don't, God. Don't... This is why we don't put God in a box. Yeah. We, isn't it... Isn't it... When I think about it, that I... In a roundabout way, I used to think that I could pop God out on a few hours on a Sunday. How futile is it that leaders think that they can control this everlasting, powerful Jehovah? He must How be looking ridiculous. down at these leaders. That God's looking How down. Yeah. Pathetic is it that religion thinks that it can control the God that put the stars in the. How army. No wonder we have not what God really wants us to have because we limit ourselves because we live in religion. Religion is dead and finished and it is limited to man's understanding and anticipation. But when you live and you understand that you belong to the kingdom of God, the king's domain, the king, when you understand that you belong to a kingdom, when you understand that you are a child of the living God, That's when the scripture comes into play. All things are possible to those who believe. When I believe in the God of Israel, when I believe in in the understanding that he created 
the atmosphere. He created DNA. He created the, the atoms of the universe. He created and he is stretching out the universe. When I get some form, now I'm, I'm actually going to change understanding to belief because if I understand, I limit. But if I believe, my belief goes further than my understanding. Jesus said just have faith and believe. Just he? believe, fellas. Just believe. Just drop them nets and believe. Uh, you know, it, it stops it, doesn't it? Because the word belief, I think we analyse the word belief and try and work out what it means. You can't find the ending to what it means. It simply means what he said from Genesis to Revelation, don't work it out, just believe it by faith. So all these world leaders that are running around puffed out like peacocks thinking yeah, they're... Yeah, yeah, they're the daddy. They're actually... Working out the Lord's plan. Yeah, They're exactly. Just, it's, it's the plan it, of what the scripture says. They're, they're in... A it's, like watching a, it's like watching a, a West End show, isn't it? Sitting on the sidelines, watching these, these it, it leaders... Is, you're right, it is a, being a play. Con, being yeah, controlled act, yeah. by who? Yeah. God. God's pulled the strings. God has already writ the play. God has already spoken it god has already foretold god has already prophesied what to expect when to expect and how to expect and these world leaders have no power because they are only doing what the scripture tells me they will be doing and then here's the frightening part for those people that jesus when he comes back he's not Mm. coming back no. For salvation, he's not coming back no. to save people, he's coming back for judgment. judgment. He's coming back to judge the living and the dead. And it says in Philippians, doesn't it, that yeah. at the name of Jesus, every knee, every knee, every don't knee, care who you are, you won't be able to stand. Who you are, the greatest military force will fall at the presence of his holiness because everything is small to our God, everything, everything is tinier is than a grain small. of sand. Who do you think you are with your plans? Well, he says, doesn't it, you know, how do you make God laugh? You tell him your plans. He sits in the heavens and he laughs at you and, man, there's going to be judgment on yeah, you because you're sending, you've sent people to their, to their it's doom great. and death. It's great when you think about it, really. All the church has done for a number of generations is bark on about revival. And there is no revival on this earth at this moment, is there? There's no. false revivals. I believe what's on this earth is God judging and God moving and God shaking and God turning us over like soil. Yeah. God is turning us over. The devil hasn't got... I'm not worried about the devil. I, I am not bothered about spiritual beings, not worried. I am more worried about the wrath of God that is coming, the judgment. And the church will not preach on the fear of God. Like we won't preach on the fear and the judgment and on his sovereignty and his power. And he is bringing good and bad. He's shaking everything. He, he is doing everything because the scripture tells us. And there is a shaking and he's turning this nation over like a, an allotment. <laughs> he's sticking the fork in and he's turning this over. And there's a remnant. There's a remnant rising up. That's realising the gardener 
God is the gardener. Whilst the religion wants church to go back to our get your was flag before, out. Get your flag out. Get Jesus flag is coming. Out. Get your prophetic art out. Um, uh, you know, get back to how it was before. Have your oh, have your curry nights. Yeah. Have your have your breakfast. Uh, have your breakfast. Have yeah, your ministry. Get back to where it was before. No, I'm, no, my friend. Yeah. Pete, there's a time now for you mm. to fall down on your yeah. face before the Lord and say, Father, mm. what is it in me? That, I, I, that, yeah, uh, you, you're you, right. You're right. Strip me back. Strip me back. I'm I'm ashamed to say that the brush of church across the West has give Lucifer more time than Jesus. And what I mean by that is through teaching, through deliverance, all that junk and rubbish that goes along with that, paying for prayers, paying for blessings, paying for this, paying for that. And the greatest thing that anyone can be afraid of, or should, should the devil shouldn't even come into your conversation anymore because his days are numbered. What we need to be praying for is God. Will you remember me? Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And that's a great scripture. Isn't that's that powerful? Great scripture. Work out your salvation with fear Come and on. trembling. Now, if you was to go to the book of Jonah, you will find God brought a mass storm to Jonah's life. The devil was not on any of the pages of that text. Who brought the storm? God. I believe God, the gardener, has got the fork in the UK and he is turning the finance markets over. He is turning religion over. He is turning over the soil. He is turning over the church. He is turning us over. And there is a fear in this nation that we've never had before. You ain't got to worry about the devil. You ain't got to worry about Lucifer. You ain't got to worry about Leviathan and the, and the way that the church and deliverance ministries lift him up because they are worshipping Lucifer more than they realise it is the God of all we've got to be fearful of. See, when Jesus is coming back, he's not coming back with a little lamb, man. He's coming back, he's coming back with a sword. on a white charger with a sword and when he looks at you my friend with them burning, burning eyes <laughs> he'll burn through your flag he'll, yeah, he'll burn yeah. through your prophetic art paintbrush he'll burn through every fiber of every being i think what we've got to look at to study about what what we're going to feel like is john on the island of patmos i fell as if i was dead fell as if i was dead yeah I fell as if I was dead, and I could not turn around. We've said it before, you know. Um, what are you going to say when Jesus comes back? Oh, hello, Jesus, how are you? And Jesus is not going to go, hello, mate, how are you doing? Hello, look at these are my blokes. No, he's But that's not- how religion and church and, and art has portrayed him as the lamb. Coming back as everyone's friend. Coming back, you know, shaking hands and... Coming into Jerusalem on a on a donkey with palm leaves, we're going to read the scriptures. There'll be a a separating of the wheat and the chaff. There'll be a separating. The of earth what, is going to shake. There's do, a tearing the, of what, the earth. What does it say, Ben? The the bundles of chaff get thrown into the fire, don't they? Mm. It's time oh, to get goodness. yourself right with God. And it's how time do I get to realise right? how big this uh, God is. This God is, and time to get on your knees, on your face. And saying, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Wow. So you know, it, it comes back. We can't, all this conversation, everything that's going on around the world, 
it comes back to two things faith or fear doesn't it faith or fear god or no god where are you putting your faith where are, are you, you putting your faith is it is it in where god? are you putting your trust is it in god or is it in the world system mm. Now, if we can see the world are, breaking. If you're truly born again, and if you truly have faith in Jesus Christ, yeah. then you are free from that world system, and you are in the kingdom. Because the scripture says, who the sun sets free... Is free indeed. You're free. You are free this morning. Wherever you are, when you capture this back, whatever time zone it may be in your world, God loves you. Your circumstances are smaller than a grain of sand. Your Two. situations are smaller than a grain of sand. You you are blessed. You are anointed. You are filled with the living God. Whatever way you look, you know, it's very interesting, isn't it? Religion and church and the world is trying to make us into characters we're not. When God looked at Gideon, and what did he say to Gideon? You're not who you think you are, but I'm the least in my clan, my family. But you're not. I see you as a Worry. Warrior. Me, yeah. Lord? Mm. Me, I'm just, I'm hiding from the enemy. I'm, I'm doing something that I shouldn't do in a situation that doesn't fit. I'm using stuff that shouldn't work, but it's all I've got. But you're not who they say you are. That's very important, and I think anyone listening to this, Ben, could see, should, should know that God sees them as a warrior, sees them as a warrior for him. Yeah. If you choose to let everything else go and and be a warrior for the Lord. Let him work, let Jesus work through you because it's never yeah. what you can do for Jesus or even what Jesus can do for you. It's all about what Jesus can do through you and what he's done for you. And what he's done for you, yeah. That, that, yeah there are many people wear them wristbands, don't they? What would Jesus do? Well, it's what was Jesus already done because he's already done it. Actually, it, them know? wristbands are made of plastic. <laughs> oh yeah oh hang on or I've got one that's um, made of sack <laughs> or whatever <laughs> Ashes. but listen to this Ben Jeremiah 1 5 we know it's a famous verse he says before I formed you in a womb I knew you Ooh. before you were born I sanctified Come you on. I ordained you you're the prophet of nations he said and, it, and, and listen to this if you're worried look, look just get into the word because in Luke 12 7 it says it says this Ben he says well, if we go back to four, and he says, and I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who killed a body. And after that, have no more that they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has the power to call you into wow. hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. You are not five, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins, and not one of them is forgotten before the Lord. Wow. But the Come very hairs on your head are numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. He's saying, do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. And he's fear. saying, don't, I've got you. But, I love you. But have a reverent fear of me because mm. I can. I can. I can separate you. Put your trust mm. in me. Do not fear. I, yeah, I, I've been caught up in a movement for 25 years and I respect the movement and I love the movement to a certain degree. You understand what we're saying. But now is not a time to be looking at the movement and the de denomination and looking at the world, but it's actually 
Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Keep your eyes on the author, the perfecter of your faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus, because Jesus is your supplier. Jesus is your healer. Jesus is your Jehovah Jireh. God loves you, whoever you are. You know, you look at the book of Revelations, we see the four horsemen. You know, you, when you study that end times, the the, uh, the rapture of the church, the eschatology, what end is to come and all that, we are seeing this being foreplayed before our very eyes. And if you are in fear this morning, the scriptures that Simon's read out, they are penetrating your very being. God loves you. He has wrapped himself around you. And there are arrows trying to get to you, but they cannot get to you because God is with you. There's a fire around you. There's an anointing on you. You are a warrior. You are a son. You are a daughter of the living God. You will achieve. You will not get caught in all this stuff that's happening around us. God will put food on your table. He will put shoes on your children's feet. He will supply. Don't worry about fuels going up to 170 a litre. £2. It hit £2 very soon. Don't worry about the gas because the Jezebel wants us to be in fear. But God... The scripture Simon has brought to the table this morning has been powerful and has been beyond, beyond, beyond. Simon, bring us to a wrap. Not a chicken wrap. Bring <laughs> wrap, wrap this up, my friend. Because this is big today, isn't it? Yeah, and I think um, I think you're right, Ben. I think there's a God there that loves you and he, and he loves you so much that he, he wants you to come to him. He wants an, a relationship with you. And we, we say intimate and I... I you know, for many people, they struggle with that, but I, I, I don't care because it is an intimate relationship. He wants a personal relationship with yeah, you. Amen. He wants you to come to him through his son, Jesus Christ. And I would say today to, to anyone out there, if you're searching or if you listen to this for the first time and you're searching, I'd say God wants you to pull you into his arms, but you have to do it through his son, Jesus Christ. And I'd say to, to anyone out there, any Christian out there who's, who's listening, any born-again believer, get into the Word. Get into the Word of God. Find, get the, these scriptures that we've, we've said. Get, we've said it last week. Get it in under your belt. Because there is a God that loves you, a God that wants to take care of you, but He needs you to come to Him. He Amen. wants you to put all your trust in Him. As Ben said, you know, bring to me all your burdens and I will give you rest. Come to Him. There's no fear in love and oh, God man. loves you yeah Simon that's great you know there is no fear in love because perfect love casts out all fear you've been listening to Simon and myself this morning hashtag Christian straight talk get out grab the book order it on Amazon the first one will really blow your socks off the second one will really blow your ears off it's on its way out thank you so much for joining us you've been listening to us here at hashtag christian straight talk you can find us on the socials god is moving through this this is this belongs to god this is not about us this is about him but today this is under the series of fighting talk and the title was and is how big is your god god bless